Welcome back, welcome back to Take Fire with the Boss. I know it's been a few weeks, but I took a couple of weeks off and had some summer fun and did some DJing by the pool, but I'm back for my final episode of Season 1, Episode 10. And this is the finale. This is the one I've been waiting for. This guy is a genius, a musical genius. And i tell you what, he plays some amazing stuff. And uh, he's from, his name is Jeff Medina. He's uh, from Trinidad and Tobago, and he's toured with the likes of, I don't even want to say it, Prince, Parliament Funkadelic, Run DMC, and so many more. Oh, my goodness, this guy's there. Are you there, Jeff? Can you hear I'm us? I'm here. All right, man. Oh, <laughs> so good to have you on the show. How have you been? How's everything it's going? It's to be here, man. Yeah. Everything's going pretty good. Yeah. I'm watching you. I call you Mr. Success. <laughs> you know, I'm having fun doing it. I really am, man. Every day I get up That's and great. I'm excited to do everything that I do, from DJing to running my barbershops to doing this to everything I can do. It's just a lot of fun. A lot of fun. So, um, And I see you got your new bike now. So. I did, man. <laughs> I got my new Suzuki, man. I'm so happy with that. I'm going to be riding it here next okay. week. I, I'm having a bike show. I don't want to talk too much about me. But that's going to be when I yeah. put her out there and let everybody see her. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, okay. you are currently touring with the Almighty Commodores, the Brick House Commodores. How, tell us, tell me a little yeah. bit about that. Oh, man, it's it's so amazing. One of my friends said, hey, Jeff, did you dream about all this stuff and this happened? I said, no, man, I'm just as surprised as everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> it just comes so natural you know? to you, man. It does. Yeah. Well, I realized that most of the groups I played in during my early days in New York, they were all trying to be like the Commodores, you know? Right. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you know, you have a handsome guy in the piano doing vocals and a, yeah. a funky band in the back. Yeah. Yeah. I had a band. I was in a band called Raw Sugar back in the day. We were signed to Permit Records. Uh huh. Okay. Simply because we were close to the Commodore style. Oh, wow. And so it's a dream for you actually with the Commodores now. How about that? That's something, man. Yeah. They, you know, um, the manager called me in Vegas and he said, Jeff, I want to interview you for this gig. Mm -hmm. As you see, he, he said interview, not audition. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, so after the interview, he said, I'm going to make this quick. I'll call you within a week. Uh -huh. And uh, the week went by and I didn't hear from him. Uh -huh. So I was saying, wow, did this gig just slip through my fingers? Oh my goodness. Yeah. And about four days after the week was gone, he called and he said, Jeff, you're the man. <laughs> <laughs> he came to his senses. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah. But yeah. I realized, he had sent me the material in the mail. If I had checked my mailbox, oh man, yeah. I would have known before. Okay. So I did the first gig. Um, the first gig was in Huntsville, Alabama, mm -hmm. and then there was a gig in Seattle, Washington. Okay, and I, I showed up without any rehearsals or anything. I said, "Man, I'm gonna cut this gig like." Nobody just right on the big stage, just that. like that. You knew the part. You knew it. Just like that. Just like that. Oh, man. That's, and uh, something. it was awesome, man. I just killed it. Uh -huh. 
And when I got on stage, uh, Walter Clyde Orange, who used to be the drummer, is now the front man. He wrote Brickhouse. Okay. He was waiting for me off stage, man. As I walked off, he shook my hand and said, yeah, you're the man. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you know what? Your music speaks for itself. It does, man. It, it goes on and on That's and on. what has to happen. Yep. Yeah. 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 You got to live it. You don't talk it. So, yeah. So when, what, how it's old kinda, were you? How old were you when you started the guitar? I mean, tell us, let's go way, way back. Way, way back in Trinidad. I was about seven years old mm-hmm. when I started. And Trinidad is a very musical island, especially back in those days. We had a garage band and my cousins and my brother was in that band. And, uh, I started in that band as a bass player because my guitar, my guitar guru, he was the lead guitarist in that band. Okay. So I used to, they used to feature me playing one tune. I used to play a sunny West Montgomery style. Yes. Yes. (laughs) West Montgomery. Yeah. I know a couple of guys who've tried to copy him. It's not easy. Well, years after I found out that, what gave me a bit of a head start because okay. Wes Wes was my main man mm-hmm. my neighbor across the street he lo- he had Wes Montgomery and Jimmy Smith mm-hmm. they did about three albums together and that's all he played so that's what I grew up on yeah yeah that's a good way to grow up and uh, yeah. after party. I left Trinidad I went Huh? No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. After I left Trinidad, I moved to St. Thomas in the Virgin Islands. And that's where I discovered Hendrix and uh, the Jazz Crusaders, Santana, all of those guys. Okay. And uh, the funny thing was in Trinidad, I had everything, man. I had sports, track and field cycling, you name it, we did it. But when I got to St. Thomas, the only thing I had was my guitar. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes. I knew God God set it up that way. That's man. the way it happens sometimes. That's it. That's, That's it. the way it happens. And my dad had a monster record collection with Albert King and B.B. King and all that stuff. So after school every day, that's what I did. Then when I moved to New York, that's when I discovered the real heavy guys, Train and Bird and Cannonball Adley and Miles. Wow. wow. And George Benson. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Those are the greats. Those are the greats. As a matter of fact, we're doing a gig with George Benson at the end of this month, on the 28th, I think it is. Okay. Yeah. In that. San Diego. Okay. So you're, you're still touring all, all, over, all over the world, huh? Yeah, I saw a video last week. He was in Australia. Oh, my goodness. That's something. And how many so we days? we got a gig in San Diego uh-huh. uh, with War and George Benson. I tell the guys, I say, you're going to have to excuse me, man. I'm going to act, I'm going to be acting like a, <laughs> dumb groupie around George, George man. 
Oh, my goodness. He's something. He's amazing. He is for sure. He is for sure. So, Judge is the man. Yes. So how many dates a year are you guys doing with the Commodore still? Still touring to this day. Still in demand. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing about 50 dates a year, maybe more. 50 dates a year still. That's unheard of, man. Yes, because some yeah. weekends, like last weekend, we did three three dates. Okay. And um, usually we like to do two a week, uh-huh. if possible. Okay. But last week we did uh, Huntsville, Alabama, and we did uh, Jackson, Tennessee, Jackson. then flew to New York and did a gig at the Empire, uh, the Yonkers Raceway. Okay. Wow, man. That's, so, something. Uh, that's something, man. I'm so... I'm so happy to know you and and to to be to be in your space and your energy, man. Because it's just it's a genius. You're a genius to me, and that guitar. It just hey. You, if you don't know Jeff Medina, Google him and listen to some of his stuff, and you'll know why I'm so excited right now. He's something. And also, well, you you were a musical yeah. director on Broadway. You did that for the, with the Wiz on the Wiz. Yes, you did. Yep. Yeah, that's something, man. So much. That was one of my favorite gigs. Yeah. That's a that's a long running show. And, there. Uh, yeah. Playing that book every night was that was a fun gig, man. Because it's a lot of funky guitar in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it was the bomb. It was the bomb. <laughs> okay. See what else I'm looking for. Sure. The, the, the Quincy Jones. Uh, oh my God, the Cold Train, <laughs> Jimi Hendrix. Oh my goodness! It just and you played at the Montreux Jazz Fest in Switzerland, the North Sea Jazz in Amsterdam. I mean, you've been all over the world. The Atlantic Jazz Fest in London. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And this year, I think you were nominated for a Grammy. Yeah, I thought I'd heard a track that. I, yeah, <laughs> I, a track I did with this with my friend Jackie in New York, man. Um, after my gig Sunday night, I got a message from her saying, hey, Jeff, we're nominated for a Grammy on that track, man. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> you got to get it, man. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to try to make some calls and pull some strings and do whatever I got to do. You deserve a Grammy. You deserve that Grammy. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, this morning when I got up, I, I said to myself, now, who do I know that's on the board of the, gra- of the uh, Grammys? You know? <laughs> and who can I call and, and yeah. make sure I get some votes in yes. there, man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's something. I'll see what I can that do for sure. That was a big sure. surprise. Yeah, it was. I'm so happy for you, man. So happy for you. Oh, yeah. Evelyn Champagne well, King. You've always... Go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry. I just wanted, I just can't. I'm so well, excited. <laughs> Evelyn Champagne King. The story King. about me and Evelyn okay. is so amazing. Because uh-huh. um, I was doing a project in New York, and the, the executive producer just ran away with all the tapes and everything. So I was a little bit depressed. Oh. And my buddy called and said, Hey, Jeff, Evelyn King is auditioning guitar players, and her first gig is in Trinidad. Oh, I was man. like, What? <laughs> <laughs> so I ran down to SIR Studios, and there were about 20 guys ahead of me and every time the door opened I heard a, her playing a sound that I didn't know I only knew one sound 
mm-hmm. which was shame, her biggest hit, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm hearing all these other sounds that I don't know, and I'm saying to myself, man, I better get out of here. <laughs> and the voice in my head is saying, oh, just relax, man, just relax. You're right, you're right. <laughs> so finally, I got in there after about two, two and a half hours, and as I'm setting up my gear, I hear Evelyn says, man, I'm tired of all these sounds. Let's just do shame. (laughs) (laughs) You got Uh, lucky. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Man, I looked at her. I was so shocked. Uh And we started that, man, and I dug into it. By the time we finished the first chorus, she said, okay, okay, okay. And she and the people goes in the back room, and the MD comes to me, and he says, Man, I think you got the gig. Yeah. yeah why not, man? What are they going to do? Who are they going to pick both of you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I really knew that song. Yeah. So after she came back and she says, yeah, I like the way you play. I want you to do the gig. Okay. Then she said, by the way, where are you from? I said, Trinidad. She said, damn, we're going there next week. Oh, man. That's something. It was meant to be. That's the way it goes. That's the way it works. It was meant to be, man. That's it. You know, they rolled out the red carpet treatment for me when I went to Trinidad. Mm -hmm. Even my mom came to visit me at the Hilton, and she said, well, son, I guess you've made it. (laughs) (laughs) Coming back home to play, yeah? You know you know, that's the ultimate compliment, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. From your mom. From your mother, yeah. That's right. <laughs> and she says you're and famous. You know what, man? I always had the utmost respect for you, Rob. Really? Because when I got to Vegas, when I got to Vegas, I was trying to sell my band everywhere, and nobody would give me a shot except for you at Sonny's. Yes, yes, I remember. <laughs> you, you hired me without even... Thinking twice about it, man. I knew. Yeah. As soon as I heard it, I was like, come on, let's do this. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody else in Vegas would, would hire my band. You know how it is in Vegas, man. You got to. Yep. I guess I was a new guy in town. That's so. what it was. Yep. Yep. And now look at, look at you while. now. Look at you now. <laughs> there you go. There you go, man. I'm so, thank you so much. And I would do it all over again. I really would. I'm so happy to be a part of that. And one more last I know, man. One more last person I want to talk about. My favorite yeah. artist, one of my favorites of all time, is Prince. You gotta tell us a Prince yeah. story. Come on. Well, actually I was I was with Evelyn King that time. We were doing the cool summer festival. Uh-huh. Touring all over the US. And Prince the Gap Band, Run DMC. We were all doing it, man. And uh, I, um, after seeing Prince live, he gained my total respect as a guitarist, as a performer. Mm-hmm. You know, he was hungry in those days. So yeah. he was taking no prisoners, man. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but, um, I tell you, Parliament Funkadelic was on that tour too, and uh, mm-hmm. man, those guys rule. They rule. <laughs> they rule the world at that time. I know. Dennis what Chambers the... was on drums. Prince Funkadelic, all these guys, man, and you just been gigging with, basically on stage, right next to you. Okay, Prince, you're next. Okay, Parliament, you're next. 
And now you are in the middle of all of that. That's amazing. Yeah. And run DMC. Run some, DMC. <laughs> some, and some of my jazz guys, like um, Eric Gale, the guitarist in New York, he, he played on everybody's records. Uh-huh. And I was his rhythm guitar player. And he told his wife, he loved me, man, because he said Jeff is the first guy that ever came to play rhythm guitar, and we didn't have a shootout to see who's the man. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, man. And then uh, Stanley Tarantine, uh-huh. he, he's a man that, I mean, him and Grover Washington really started the whole smooth jazz they thing. They really you know? did. They really did. They did. I was doing a gig with Stanley at Carnegie Hall. And uh, I was in awe of him, so I was not playing to my fullest. So we started playing a tune, a tune called Walk In, where the guitar and the sax plays the melody, then the sax does a solo, he gives it to the keyboard player, then the guitar does a solo. So when Stanley was done with his solo, to give it to the piano player, he used the F word. Oh my goodness. <laughs> he said to him, F him up. <laughs> and I'm standing right there. So he's trying to tell the keyboard player to F me up, right? <laughs> man, I got angry. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I was livid, man. I said, what? F me up? <laughs> Nobody here could F me up. So as a piano player, finish his solo. I was like a horse at the racetrack waiting for that bell, man. I know it. And I bust out a solo. When I was done, there was a standing ovation. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. At Carnegie Hall. That's something. (laughs) Carnegie Hall. That's something he said. That's amazing, man. Yeah. That's something. That's something. You know, the bass player said to me, man, you got a standing ovation. I was like, no big deal. I'm just doing my thing. That's right. That's but right. as the years went by, I realized what a serious thing that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many people have played there. So, you know, a lot of cats in Vegas, when I got to Vegas, a lot of cats didn't know about my track record and what I did. Mm-hmm. Some guys were like, oh, you know, just come from nowhere and trying to do this. <laughs> you know, it happens a lot. They didn't see you coming. But, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and my man Billy Nunn, man. Oh, man, I love Billy. Billy, yeah, yeah. I got to get Billy on the show, man. I think he's kind of moving around a little bit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look him up and see if we can get him to talk to him because we got some stories, too. He played for me for years. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he, did. he did. Yep. Yeah. All right, Jeff. Listen, I don't want to take up too much of your time. That's, man, you've given me more than I could have ever imagined on this, and it's really made my day. It's made my week, man, I'll tell you. Awesome. <laughs> and, Excellent. And uh, you sent me a track. I'm going to put uh, that track on the on the back end of our interview so people can kind of hear you a little bit. I wish you had your axe yeah. in your hand. That would be something. <laughs> you probably, you're relaxing at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You still had your uh, Vegas number, you, but are you are you still living in Vegas? Or you? No, are, I'm in Florida. You're in Florida. Okay, all right, okay. But you yeah. still kept your 702 number. I saw that. <laughs> I, I've had it for like 16 years. Why Everybody not? has. It. Yeah, that's right. That's so, right. Okay. All and right. Sprint gives me preferential treatment 
because of that also. Yeah, of course. Vegas, man, we are Vegas born and bred. <laughs> you got to you got to recognize. <laughs> All yeah. right, Jeff, let me let you go, my friend, and thank you so much for this. And let's do it again. I want to talk again before the year's out. I want to know some more Commodore stuff, some dust, and more things you've been okay. doing. Okay. And if you get that Grammy, man, I want you back on the show. Absolutely. All right, my thank friend. Thank you, Rob. I love you, man. Yeah, likewise, and we'll awesome. talk soon. Okay, Bye-bye. great. Thanks. All right, all right. That was my good friend, Jeff Medina. I really enjoyed that interview. It made my day. Let me tell you, it made me feel good. Like I said, this is the end of season one, episode 10. That was my finale. In a couple of weeks, I'm going to start season two, and it's going to be great. It's going to be fall stuff and fall ideas, and Tracy and I are going to talk, and we got a lot of stuff to tell you. All righty. As always, you can reach out to me on IG as the Barbershop Boss. Uh, robbreece.ca and also on Facebook under Rob Brees. I'm not hard to find. Peace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.